Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. Today, I interview Evan Russo, the founder, owner, and operator of Senior Fit in Upland, where he helps seniors, people that are a little bit older than some of us, help them stay strong, keep moving, and stay healthy physically and mentally. In today's workshop, which is a second one we've done um, during COVID, we help we understand exactly how seniors' mindset starts to change as the exercise, especially group exercise, how they get over the fear of exercise when this happens. And especially after six weeks of going through the program, commit up to six weeks, at that point that helps your overall body and mind change and see the overall results. Also, Evan talks about how to get, if you're a child or a kid of a parent who needs to start exercise, especially if they have a previous injury um, or recover from injury now, getting your parents to exercise, he gives you the tricks, how to trick them into getting themselves healthier at this point, all right? Also talks about important injury when seniors work out, especially on their own, and the benefits of group classes, how that works to help seniors help each other get, to, get and stay motivated, especially when they're not feeling well, or not doing well physically or mentally. Also, too, Evan Russo mentions, too, is the benefit of keep moving, no matter what the cost or time you have, how it saves you in the long run so you have health care, not medical care at your side. Also, shifting the mindset to health care to sick care, along with when our mindset is better, we overall physically get better and how it overall helps our health long term. And also talking about having a health team, what that means and how that works in your benefit when you have a sprained ankle, a bad back, or something else going on. We end up, too, talking about when we're training with a trainer, especially in classes, it makes you accountable. It makes you want to be there all the time. So, again, you get the overall health benefit. So, we stay mobile, my friends. The biggest thing seniors that I see in my class that I do is they want to stay independent. They want to stay on their own, living on their own. At that point, this obviously will help them stay healthy. And his overall training he does every day that I see on Facebook and Instagram and Evan posts his videos of group classes. So, so hope you enjoyed the talk, my friends. At that point, learn something to help you, seniors around you, and also help yourself stay physically and mentally strong. All right, my friends, have a great week. We'll see you next week. Okay, did it too. <laughs> Evan Russo. Tony, pleasure. How you doing? Crooked Spine Show. Thanks for watching, guys. Again, this is Evan Russo of Senior Fit, a company here locally that does national and international? Not yet. International. Not yet. National at least. Working with seniors to keep them fit physically, and I'm going to say mentally also, based on what we just talked about. Yeah, that's a big part. This is our second show. We did this last one back in June of 2020. This is still the pandemic, my friends. So we're trying to help people understand, even though we may not be able to commute together in our workouts or training our group training for right now, and we're getting more of a lockdown right now also, how have, my, my biggest thing with Evan is how do we understand how to stay fit when we can't socialize, we can't be with our friends and family. How do we do that so most of us, are, not only does our body stay healthy, but also our minds stay healthy so we don't go crazy? Mm, I like that you touched on that. That was good. That's huge. That's I huge. mean, I, we know so many clubs, you know, too, that have shut down during this pandemic. And where do seniors work out? I don't know. It's tough. It's tough it's because tough. their routine is going in 6 in the morning every day, seeing Sally, seeing Mary, seeing their friends, seeing Johnny. And they want to go, this is how they socialize. They go on the treadmill, do the, they do the cardio machine. They do a, a simple workout. They get in, get out, they're done by 7.30, and they'll see you in the morning. Yeah. When you lose that, and you've gone through, like I said, the last year and a half since our last podcast, how have seniors started to understand how to stay healthy in that plan B setting? What have you seen that for someone in that, it was working out, 
but now wasn't able to, how do they maintain their health physically and mentally? Because you work with, what's, what's your, back up a second. Yeah. What does your work entail? What do you normally do with seniors? What do you usually do? In terms of what I do with seniors? Yes. I teach group classes. Okay, good. It's built on a private practice that I had. Good. And I yep. fell into working with seniors because I specialize in essentially like we're talking about for orthopedic massage, therapeutic exercise, uh -huh. pain, injury prevention, mm -hmm. and recovery, which is like my core foundation of my workout classes. Good. So you don't come in around doing burpees and thrusters and like skaters. We're we're As working. A senior, like where's my wheelchair after this? Exactly. So we're working a therapeutic exercise program, yes. but mm -hmm. done in a more enjoyable, engaging sort of. I, I want to say light-spirited form because I feel like therapeutic exercise can get really bogged uh, down and heavy. Because we're both practitioners, mm -hmm. right? We go based on diagnostic methods for like yes. the average person. They don't mm -hmm. care. They go, that's awesome. You know that stuff. You had great UCLA, correct? <laughs> yeah, UCLA, UCLA. UCLA. I'm a UCR kid. Uh, we have we have certifications afterwards. You can look at my wall over here. We have a bunch of stuff on the wall. Yeah, plenty of stuff on the wall. Great yeah. for like good first impression. After that, after that, someone wants to know who you are. How are you going to help me with my problems? If, I, if you're a chiropractor, if you're a trainer, they want to know if you haven't come from a referral, what are you going to do to help me? That's the biggest thing, right? Oh, absolutely. And yes. we were talking about four, like, yeah. for me, results is the most important Huge. aspect for Huge. my clients. Not for me, because it'll make me no. happy. So when you asked me before, before we started the show, yeah. what's changed since the last time we did this mm -hmm. was everything, because I look at the result I'm producing. Good. And I used to, younger in my career, be very attached to one form of training and being like, oh, it's not working for you. Well, that's because you're not working it right. No, we, no, no. We all were. We're all naive. Exactly. So if something's not working now, I'll trash it. We'll put something okay. new in. And that's what it's, it's evolved into this new structure that really is at a level that everyone can participate, mm -hmm. but also at the same time, if you want to go up or you want to go down... Good. You can stay within this range of like, you know. So you're still getting your results for you, but you've modified it for different levels. Exactly. So how people get results is like everyone has their level, mm -hmm. right? And we're here, but then there's things you can do in the class to go up, or there's things you can do in the class to go down. That's how everyone gets results. Because if you walk in and your fitness level is extremely high and the class is very sedentary and slow, yeah. you're not going to get results out of that. Yeah. You're going to yeah. walk out and be like, mm -hmm. You're too numb. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, so you're able to get people... To understand as you have been the last year and a half plus to adapt your workouts to them is that been difficult to do based on how many clients you've had um, how many works you've had with them or how do you usually do that how do you adjust things or, or through feedback always ask always, always ask Good. gotta ask people and you know there more people provide more feedback but mm -hmm. i always make an effort all my classes go around each person talk to them ask them how they're doing ask them if there's things they like to do Good. But for me too, since I've been doing this for a while, is I can I can read in a class. Done. You see mm -hmm. someone working out, and you're like, "That's too hard for them." Yeah. Who else is it too hard for? You know, or, oh, that's too easy. Like we gotta make I gotta I gotta step this up. Like that person is faking it. They're not sweating. They're not. They're not. They're screaming, but they're not. They're not really working out. Yeah, exactly. But you know, so <sighs> what we're trying to do now, moving forward Good. from this, is like we were talking about: is how do you get people motivated? You got a great class. You got a great practice. How do you get mm -hmm. people to participate? Because that's the start, start, correct? Yeah, start. Okay. Good. So. How do you, and when someone starts, what is the mentality we talked about it earlier too of someone that hasn't started and and just it wants to think about it, but what's their mentality beforehand? So with older adults, and this is actually kind of true for most populations, mm -hmm. is 
Exercise is hard. Exercise is exhausting. It causes me lots and lots of issues. Mm -hmm. So you have this problem mindset. It's hard. It's issues. It's sweating. It's work. I gotta pay for it. Like yeah. we're not selling cupcakes. Like this is this is a tough sell. No. Right? Cupcakes aren't gonna make you stronger, lose weight, more flexible. Exactly. It's not gonna That's actually right. improve your health. But yeah, so when we're looking at someone who hasn't started, it's okay, let's change your mindset around what you think exercise is. Because people think exercise, and this is part of just what fitness marketing is too, is uh-huh. they guy, a shirt off, shredded, girl, freaking hammering, clunk. I'm like, that's not what exercise is at all. Especially therapeutic exercise. Yeah. Especially exercise for older adults. Uh-huh. So they're thinking, oh God, this is gonna be really hard. No, no, it's gonna be fun. Good. You know, the class is structured, so your first class could be easy if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but just try it. Make it, make it, make it, make it just, it's like, just, just come, just try it. Be know? excited of something different, because when we're uncomfortable, our body can change, right? Yeah. And our mindset can too, so that stressful event might be stressful, but your friend Sally did it, and she was happy with it, so why wouldn't it help you? Do seniors have, I was thinking right now, Seniors have an anxiety because they have a friend or themselves have had an injury, a hip injury or a knee replacement or hip replacement, and now they went through that physical therapy pain, they don't want to go through that again, or is that something that comes up in your conversations? Most all the conversations, right? There's some reservation about a specific injury Mm -hmm. or bad experience. Good. Because senior fitness is very, 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 very immature in terms of its training growth and progress and science investing into it because no one wants to do it, which mm-hmm. is sad because I love to do this. But what happens is they'll go to a person who works them out like they're not a senior who doesn't have the specialty training and they're going to have a bad experience. So you're going to a, a college kid who works out and has minimal certifications at a big box gym and doesn't modify their workout to someone because they don't understand the person mm-hmm. they've gone through in the past, what the yeah. limitations are, and what the experiences you do, not the patent shoulder, but I will, that has worked with people that understand there are different ways that you have to work out to be efficient without causing injury and risk. Exactly. Good. Exactly. Good. But it's, so there's that convincing aspect, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that reservation, but then also the injury spot of, Okay, well, I'm already hurt. I can't do workouts. Uh, you know, I got a bad foot. I got a bad ankle. I got a bad everything. Yeah. And so, when someone has that, we always say, like I said before, you know, there's exercise for every level. Everything can be modified. You can work around any injury. Good. And actually, you'll find the more you come, the more you'll actually start to strengthen whatever it is that's injured. And it, you know, as well as I do, there's there's exercises for everything. Yes. You know, you have a frozen shoulder, you got a bad knee, you got a twisted ink. Whatever there is, we can work around it and then strengthen it so it feels better. As long as they have an ankle. <laughs> hey, we work with amputees too, why not? I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> a lot of it is once you, once you get them to have the switch, oh, it did help. Oh, I do feel better. What else can I do? How long does it take for someone to get to that mental state where you feel that hope's coming in? How long does it take? And this is someone Probably. who has years of experience with seniors. That's long. Yeah, I mean, right? I'm looking at it now. It's it's not a happy number. It's about six weeks, right? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So if you take six mm-hmm. weeks and really invest, but you feel good after the first class, yeah. Even if it's just because you're like, wow, I did it, and that was awesome. Like, but you'll physically, the way I designed the classes, yeah. like, you'll physically feel a little bit taller, a little bit stronger. You know, you'd be like, okay, I worked out, like I'm a little tired, but you'll feel 
ah, there's there's benefit to this. There's a permanent change in my body versus a quick feeling good after a class. Yes, exactly. Perfect. Now, it wouldn't say permanent change, yeah. but that, the thing is, there's you, not, it has thought to do the work. It, it like opens the gates. You're like, ah, right. I see where I could be. And then you yeah. go back to your old movement patterns. But the more that they participate and they learn, after about six weeks, they look back and be like, wow, like I am, I have made a lot of progress. And that someone like that will keep coming consistently. But you're right, it's like, okay, who who is the person that comes yep. and tries it once and they're like, it's just it's just too hard, right? Yeah. It's just it's just too much. And it's like even with the variants, all the things like it's just too much. And those yeah. people they don't really like exercise. So what we do and what I try to encourage is yeah. like appear and we talked about before, appear someone else they know mm-hmm. that can talk to them and just share their testimony and be like Good. Hey, you know, I know you didn't like that first class because it was hard or you haven't worked out a long time. It's like, I was like that too. And most people start like that. Yep. But the people who keep coming have a little more resistance, a little more persistence. They're like, oh, okay, look how amazing this is. Let me talk to my friends. And that doesn't happen naturally. I have to ask. Yeah. yeah. Like, you yeah. know, please go out and tell your friends because it, it's important to them. It's, and it's important to them in the sense, in my, in my sense, you're trying to keep these seniors independent out of a hospital, off of medications. Yeah. Um, there's a chance of injuries that makes them dependent so you're trying to help the rest of their lives which could be 30, 40, 50 years for some people a, a lot better quality of life both physically and mentally big time when I see that picture I'm like who wouldn't try that but again that 6 weeks is your window I even tell people anywhere from uh, 3 months basically up to 3 months may take you time for your, so your body can change physiologically and you want to maintain that healthier state you change your habits to want to go, yes. To want to eat better. To want to make sure you stay healthier. Absolutely. It just takes that time, and I give people three months because I want them to understand it's a lifestyle change, not just a quick fix. It's huge. Absolutely. And that's why you're saying that. That's exactly what we want: physiological mm-hmm. changes, we want long-term changes, we want to change the habits. Yes. And it goes back to well, how to get them motivated. It makes me think because probably a lot of listeners too are thinking yeah. about their parents. I get this mm-hmm. all the time. They're like, exactly. They're like. Oh, my dad needs to work out. My mom, that's the first person I think of. And they're like, oh, they don't listen to me. It's of course like, not. Yeah, of course not. They're, it's it's a kid-child relationship. You're, you're their kid. Exactly. So I go, I tell them, like, don't force things down your parents' throat. No. But instead, find someone else who's their age to talk to them. Yes. So there's a similarity. There, there's a respect value. Exactly. And they love, if, you're, if you're a parent, you love your kids, but they haven't lived long enough as you have. They don't. They know you, but they don't know... That, that you have this issue going on. Mm-hmm. You may share with your friend Fred more than you would with your kids about your health issues. Yes. You don't want to burden your kids with more information, more stress. Mm. So as, as a mindset of a parent might be. True. Yeah. And then I'm extrapolating it further. It's like, well, what if my parent doesn't have any healthy <laughs> friends? And it's like, okay, well, uh, what you, what you do? Work to do? This is a big one. Is do the workout with your parents. Good. I have people that come with their they come with their child they mm-hmm. come with adult child I'm not thinking like kid it's, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's like an adult child they're yeah be like you know uh, if I was with my parents and then yeah or so and they do it with them I'm like oh and that then works they, then they start getting that feeling and then the feeling will carry them forward it, but but and that you mentioned too a lot of it is getting that feeling to settle in and become their normal feeling right that's the key if we can get that their normal feeling to it they you hear. You can read them, and, and you hear that change of voice. Hey, man, I felt great after workout. I said, what else can I do? Mm. 
Once yeah, you hear what else I can do, I'm sorry. What, what else can I do? What else you want me to do to get to get that feeling to, to feel stronger, to feel more flexible? I can do more around the house. At that point, you then you got them. When I say you got them, you got to understand the work you've done the last six weeks has now built up to you having that feeling of feeling good all the time. Absolutely, which is the main goal. Yes. And what I like and what I love about your approach too is that you're you're always about fixing something. Yes. Right. It's not oh here let me let me just there's a difference between fixing solve let me solve your problem but you got to keep coming back. You're like I want habit changing, like full. Yes. And I really like that. I appreciate that a lot. And that's kind of the goal that we want for our mm -hmm. classes too. Mm -hmm. And you're right. When people get to a certain point and they go, well, how do I do this and this? That's amazing. Perfect. And you see, and this has always been with group classes, is there's a group of people who they hit that limit and they've come consistently and they're like, I'm just going to keep coming. And they keep coming and they make it a part of their habits. And those people see the best, best results. Why? I think I know why, but why? Well, I mean, everyone, <laughs> everyone, consistency is key, right? But, but realistically, looking at a scientific level, is like you're changing how your brain relates mm -hmm. to your body. And what I've seen, I see this a lot with my clients, is they start to pick up things. You actually see this all the time. They pick up things throughout the day. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, they're bending or picking something up. They're like, what? My, back, my back wasn't straight. Or like, they're like, they stand up and they're like, oh, I can twist all the way around. <laughs> or they're walking, they're like, wow, I wasn't bending my knees. And they have these little awareness. But, and it's like, that's it. You just figure it out. You know? Or I went home, my son or daughter, I helped them fix their posture when they're sitting. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, or my grandkids, they just don't stand up. I help them. I use that wall, that video you showed me, how to fix my, my standing posture. At that point, it helped them too. Yes. They're paying it forward. And I, and I think when someone is consistent and they feel the difference and they're good at a certain point, they reach a level of physical health, they would want to continue going to your class because it's easy. You, you, you make it easy for them. They show up to your class. They feel good afterwards. The next day, the day afterwards, over the weekend, why not go again to maintain that easy way to stay healthy? Yeah, exactly. It's not you go, okay, I'm done with you. I'm done. I'm going to go to the gym by myself and figure out myself now. Who wants to put in that extra work now to start over again? Exactly. And have a chance of injury because they're not working with someone who's in the right thing. You work with heavier two weight or heavy weights or things that you're not used to, they hurt themselves. 100%. So once you get consistent, I'd, I'd, for me, it's something to where why not just show up every time? Exactly. I mean, that, I, and that's, that's, that's <laughs> If only everyone had that mentality. But in terms of like my classes, like yeah. my classes aren't the end-all, be-all of exercise. Mm -hmm. It's not the only way to train. Yeah. I mean, it's not in a group atmosphere that's fun. And yes, mm -hmm. obviously, I take pride in them. I think they're great. Mm -hmm. But if people want to explore other options, I always encourage that. I Good. always tell them. But I tell them first. Make sure you actually evaluate it for the risk. I don't say it like that. Yeah. But I'm saying like, yeah. they're like, uh, let's see one that comes up a lot. A lot. Like They're like, oh, okay, I want to try. Running is one, but that I, I discourage running for. If you're over the age of 70 and you're running and you haven't been running your whole life, I don't recommend it. But they say, you know, I want to try weightlifting at the gym. It's like, sweet, let's do yeah. it. But like, okay, what are you going to do at the gym when you start lifting weights? Mm -hmm. Are you going to get someone to help you or are you just going to walk in and start doing things? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, but it's like, I tell them, and I always encourage weightlifting, I go, yeah. well, the stuff you learn in the class, mm -hmm. apply it in your weightlifting mechanics. Like, if you, you, we learn in the class, keep your shoulders back, it's like, it's very, when you're Form. doing your rows. Posture, yeah. Exactly. Keeping the back straight, I mean, just throw very generalities, but like, in terms of like, bending your knees right, and that, and that's good. And what I find, mm -hmm. 
with people who do that is they go to the gym and they're like, okay, that was pretty good, but like, let's keep going to classes too. Good. Because everything, it's more fun in a group. Like, it's more fun in a group. It just is. And you follow through more. You show Way up, a level higher level of accountability. Well, you show up when you don't want to show up. Exactly. Because your buddy called last night and made you, hey, you going? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll go. Don't want to go. Don't think about going, but I'll go. Yes. So, like, what's one way you keep your clients motivated? Or patients, sorry. Good, sorry. Patience. I don't mean to. My, my thing is just have them understand what's your next goal. What we talked about earlier, too, what's your better? We're well, never going to be 100%, right? But what, how do we get better? Maybe endurance, flexibility, or strength. What's the next step for you? Mm. What in your quality of life you want to improve is it longer sitting without pain? If you're able to walk further, you'll be able to jog further. You'll be able to go and, and do a long drive and be able to not be in pain. Mm. How do you want, and, and I always try to set up at the very beginning of their, of, their, of their patient care, is you came because you were deadlifting hurt your back three months ago. You stopped deadlifting, the back's not better, the meds you took last two months haven't worked, PT hasn't worked, they want to do an ortho exam to possibly do an MRI and surgery, you're here now. My job is to take things, stepping it back and reversing it and getting to where you're good enough to go back to deadlifting as part of your routine. I want you back to your quality of life pre-injury so your body can actually know it's, it's better, it's healed. That's my biggest thing. and that's Because that, that's usually the biggest fear. What they've stopped doing is their fear is going to cause more injury. Course, my my yeah. senior patients, a lot of it is, I want to be able to empty out dishwasher without being in pain. Mm. I'll be able to walk my dog around the block without being in pain. When I, when I say pain, I go, it's pain, but it's also weakness. Yes. How do we get the pain to go away so the strength will allow the pain not to come back? Mm. Absolutely. So my full circle is how do we get people stronger, like, like, you, like you do, giving them stretches, giving them exercise to do at home. I, I guide them here once, once or twice. That point makes you do it at home so they feel that result difference of more flexibility, less pain, and then strength. And with strength, as you know, comes endurance. They walk instead of walking 10 minutes, they can walk 20 minutes, then 30, 40, 50. That, that's going to be their goal is how do we get whatever they're, they're comfortable with a little bit more so they know their body's better. It's healed from the injury. That's great. You just, I, I love your approach to chiropractic, by the way. But in terms of like, and this is kind of flipping, but for like my team, like what is your opinion on chiropractic for older adults? 70 Huge. Plus. Huge. If it's safe for them. The problem with as we get older, sometimes you develop arthritis and scar tissue. That can, that can basically make the arteries and sometimes the nerves more calcified and less flexible. We adjust someone's neck, spine, mid-back, low-back, whatever it is, we're causing the joint to move with that ligaments and muscle sometimes attached along with arteries and nerves, they can overstretch. Mm. So with an extra we take in the office here, we want to make sure that shows anything that's arthritic around an artery or a nerve. We want to make sure we avoid that area or get further imaging to make sure it's safe for them. Wow. And then do you modify your techniques for of course, of course, of course, course. Modify our techniques, but also make sure they're comfortable. Big time. So when I set someone up for a neck adjustment the first time, I'm looking at how they're reacting. Are they doing this tensing up? Which one's going to work? How, are they comfortable? And also after I adjust them, how's their reaction? That's great. And how they feel afterwards. I'll check with them that same night too. Hey, what's going on? I started earlier making sure you're still alive. You answer the phone, so obviously you are. How are you feeling? And I, I, and I, I caution them too. Hey, look, you might be a little sore. Ligaments in your neck haven't been stretched for the last 30 years. Stretched it out inside the spine. Seriously. At that yeah. point, yeah. you might be a little sore inside 
as part of your care of getting things more flexible and over time stronger and more endurance. That's good. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of chiropractic, yeah. like, especially my yeah. clients. And I tell them, and this is like kind of like looping everything together, is like, you know, I didn't believe that there were certain things that only chiropractic could fix. But I know now for a fact there are only things that chiropractic can yeah. fix. But it's then they go, well, how do you know? And the thing is, well, don't wait to find out. <laughs> like, you can wait till it's exciting. <laughs> where you can't move and you're fed exactly. has to walk you in the door because exactly. even though you're 60 look like you're 90 you know but but can you get and when someone's there i don't care where they come in with it if they're urgent if they're coming in because they want to get healthy whatever it is to i want to make sure they, they leave here whenever that's going to be when they're, i see them less consistently or whenever they want to come in because then now they have a routine they feel confident their back is better because they're stronger they can get back to normal activities at home and dishwasher up, uh, fold laundry. I had one person, she was in the garage and she's breaking down boxes. Like, I've never done that before in the last 20 years. That's awesome. Walked my dog to 45 minutes now with no pain at all. Yes. It's that strength and endurance they're getting back. And I'm like, great, you're good. Because now, now, not only are they doing that, but also they feel in their mind they have less chance of injury now. Better balance, better strength. It's getting that, that mindset of I'm, there's no longer that fear in their voice. And everyone's different, right? And their voice that they can hurt themselves. Because you think you can hurt yourself, you're going to hurt yourself. You're not going to do the things that yourself better. So I want to motivate my patients to feel uncomfortable to make sure that uncomfortableness becomes a, a form of strength, mental strength, so they feel uncomfortable because they get here, like with your workouts with your seniors too, that once you're here, they feel this is easy. Good, let's make it a little uncomfortable here. Let's do a little bit more here. Let's make it harder for you. Let's walk longer. Let's do more, more if you want to call it more sit-ups. More mm. planking, more squat, wall squats. Yeah. Get them going to where they're doing more because now they feel more comfortable. Exactly. So if they can handle this, say, a month ago, now they can handle this, can you do even more here and maintain that? That's great. I think yeah. that's the plan with most people. But seniors, like you mentioned, seniors, they're more anxious because they've had things happen before. Yeah, a lot more reservations. Yes. And, well, and, and they need specialty training. Mm -hmm. But it kind of brings me, like you were saying, like the lady with unpacked, like she's going to unpack the boxes. And yeah. Stuff. Results for a specific person are very unique to them. Yeah, that was the thing is it's not about losing weight and you know it's not about being able to do a thousand squats, mm -hmm. which are cool things, but it's it's the lifestyle gains, mm -hmm. right? It's the oh, I wasn't hurting when I was you used empty the dishwasher. You know, I've heard reaching up overhead for the cabinets yes. or turning around my head to look when I'm driving. Things that I'm like, oh wow, and that that enthusiasm, that excitement, like that's what I live for. Like I love that. Yeah. But that's also the most motivating. Mm -hmm. And I think back to the person who's I'm still having trouble, or someone watching the show, like I'm just not motivated to start. It's and you and I, you produce a lot of good content, and it's like there's little things you can do throughout the day. You don't need to sit down and do a full exercise class. Like we have five minute videos, we have one minute videos, yes. we have these little things that if you do them, they actually will make a difference. And I'm all about instant gratification. Like. Yeah. You do this stretch, your hip will feel loose, not tomorrow, like immediately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or like your posture videos, like your posture will be better immediately. It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't take time to kick in. And that, I use that as like the juice, right? You want to get that going. That's almost your first step. You feel a little difference? Good. That's your step one. Let's go to step two, three, four. Yeah. But I think a lot of you mentioned earlier too, being consistent. Doing something every day. Yeah. Not waiting until you're in pain or you can't move. Doing something now because you want to feel better tomorrow. Mm. And keeping that consistent, I tell my I tell my younger patients only do them on days that end with why. That's good. You know to make sure that they understand it's an everyday thing because you're moving every day. Yeah. Can we get whatever? And, and pro, I, I think, and you know more than me, we've seen a lot of them have more time on their hands. 
a lot of them sometimes will sit too long and watch a couple movies and not want and not want to move or not feel especially the weather right now it's like up morning it's like 52 degrees we're freezing out here you know we <laughs> can't oh my god yeah. so we don't want to go outside yeah so they're like well I'm, going outside. I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna do anything and you, you touched on uh i was thinking about this for shows that is the negative feedback loop right it's huh? well my body hurt and i'm sore so i don't want to move and then i don't move and that makes me more hurt and sore and then you kind of spiral down to this very sedentary life yeah. and coming in and being like you're sedentary you need to move it it, it doesn't work because as soon no. as they start it sucks yeah. right but these little things that you can do even that's why i was very against chair exercises for a long time then it clicked <laughs> i said well, we sit a lot you can do exercise in the chair you're already here and i have clients that literally can't stand well yeah. or at all yeah. so the chair is mandatory but i'm saying you're sitting watching a movie oh now all of a sudden like you can't see my legs but like oh, okay now all of a sudden i can mm -hmm. and they're like that doesn't make it it does Huge. make a difference but the challenge i'm incurring like you're saying now um like what were some things that changed since the last time we talked like um, before the pandemic is how do you remind people to do these things Yes. Like, is there a way? I used to joke like, "You're gonna get your phone, and my face is gonna pop up on your screen." <laughs> you know? Um, so like, it's like, like every, every like two hours, my my hour my watch goes move. Oh, you send an alarm? I, I don't know. It's just an automatic thing, I guess. No, I know. I know. Yeah. I say that's a good one. I was just kind of like brainstorming some ideas. So like, where you're you're like you're telling someone there's some apps out there that go every hour they go, stand up, do five squats. Yeah. You know, stand up, move your arms a little bit. So having people motivated. Where they realize if I can if I can if I can watch a movie, it takes an hour and a half. If you're watching it on on public TV, it takes about three hours because they have all the commercials. <laughs> can you you can you stretch out your legs? I, I in my room and, and my own personal thing, I have a little rug area by my TV. I'll go and roll out my legs, roll out my back, and stretch everything out while I'm there watching a movie. Smart, love that. And, uh, it's something where I, and my dog comes over and wants me to pet her, so I pet the dog at the same time. So something where you can do things. Even just moving around instead of just being there. But again, I think the problem is people have a habit of doing nothing while they're watching TV. So that's their thing. Or they're on their phone. Or their iPad. Or their flip phone, whatever it is. <laughs> you know, yeah. but how do we get people to realize by doing things while you're doing things already allows you to stay motivated so that point your body can actually stay healthy for tomorrow. For exactly. the next day. And motivated for me and, and healthy for me is injury free, better balance, and better strength through things one do every day. Whatever that, that is for you. Absolutely. You know? And you said, like, how do you get them to do it? And mm -hmm. I, I realized when you said that is it actually is an education aspect. Now, education is not like a, a sexy term they use, but I'm saying, here's a book, go read it. No. They, but they, they don't, we don't, and this is including me a long time, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I may want to do something while mm -hmm. I move, or it wasn't, it never even occurred to me that I could do yeah. something yeah. while I watch a movie. So that's my, my thing is, like, I try to produce content that, like you said, is entertaining in value, has a lot of production, but also is educational in the sense, like, take this with you. Mm -hmm. Take this with you. And that's kind of my new, new phase right now, that like, I'm packaging things in, like, small five-minute um, yeah. clips so people can just, like, unpack that or, or having hard copy materials. It's kind of my Good. next thing is hard copy. Yeah. So you have something to look at that reminds you, like, oh, hey, here's a bunch of stretches in a chair. Like, I saw, I shot my stretch, my chair stretching protocol. Mm -hmm. It was, like, 50 stretches, like, that's a lot well, of things to do in a chair. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, wait, wait a second. I have more than than I thought you did. Yeah, I got a lot of options. And you don't have to remember. Like, we want, I want them to have something, you know. Good. And that's, 
I, this is my personal thing. I, this might not be the smartest business idea in the entire world, but I really just believe a lot of this, most of the stuff should be free. Yes. Like, I don't want price to be an issue. Like, it's, to me, it's frustrating that, you know, you would have to pay to get general health and wellness advice. That's why I love YouTube. Well, you pay your health insurance company for your health benefits. Problem is, it's more sick care than health care. Sick care. Exactly. They don't pay for training. They don't pay for massage. They don't pay for extra. And, and they don't educate you on how, oh. and that's fine. That's not really their job mm -hmm. right now, as it should be. Maybe it is, but that's a different conversation. Yeah, ethical issues. Yeah, but it's like, and this kind of goes into like another mm -hmm. another piece that would be interesting to talk about uh, before our time runs out is they don't even, people don't even know this stuff exists. So now we're in this, okay, we've talked about the person who has reservations about exercise. And it's like, okay, and then you talk about having someone come in or doing it with them and giving them to feel that feeling or doing short yep. clips. Now there's this layer behind that of the people who literally don't even know that there's an option. Like, huh? Like, is it even yeah. a choice? And it's like, how do we find those people? And if I had the answer to the question of that, that'd be awesome. It's, um, I think a lot of it is it's trying to catch them before their injury becomes more permanent, mm. before they need to see an ortho for surgery or neuro for surgery. Because they're not thinking about exercise because no. there's not like a, a no. major issue. And a lot of their jobs may have acquired walking, moving, doing things that kept them healthy enough. But now if they stopped working, now what do they do? They don't have a routine. Mm. They may have done physical therapy before, but that was going somewhere, something did it for them, and they got something home. So finding a way to understand, <clears throat> if I stay healthy, I'm not going to have problems, is a huge mindset shift. But having Sally, their friend, or Johnny, their friend, tell me, look, this worked for me, why not try this, is a huge, huge way to get people to understand that shift in healthcare is about being healthy, not just not being sick. Not being reactive. Not the absence of sickness, not being on medications all the time. Yeah. But it takes a shift in some realizing my strength, my flexibility, will prevent me injury and cause me to stay healthy versus these medications. That's great. So I'm glad I came down here because you're right. It's, mindset's everything. Huge. And I, I love exercise. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. exercise science. I study that. But the psychology is, is invaluable. If for you, it would be excuse me, giving, giving someone a one-page questionnaire. Hey, look, where you are here? Are your medications helping you stay healthy? These questions that are kind of a, they kind of ask themselves, do medications keep you healthy or does does exercise give you healthy? What's your and you're looking at their mindset? It's almost like a psych exam. How much do you walk every day because you want to stay healthy, or do you walk day because you have the dog to walk? Things like that. Mm. What what's your limitations every day? What do you what are you uncomfortable doing? What gives you anxiety if you have to walk up a set of stairs? If you have to go off a big curb? If you have to have to try to rush across the street? What is your anxieties? And pick some things that people may have thought of that go, how do I make this my priority? I, I want to be able to go up a set of stairs. I'm going to go and exercise because I want to do this. And once you get to that exercise program, then they go, man, this feels really good. You're tricking them into their goal by getting this routine down. They go, man, if I do this exercise, that actually makes me want to stay it's better. Plus, I can do the stairs again. I can go upstairs or downstairs. But that, that, that end, I want to call it a fear, Allows I want to get over this fear because I want to spend time with my family. I'm able to go walks with my family, but I can't because I'm too. I feel like I'm too old. 
that OLD word. What is that? That's interesting for everybody, right? Yeah. Once you understand what OLD word means for somebody, being in their 50s, 60s, or 70s, because I can't do this when I feel old. I can't get in bed without pain. Yeah. Can, can we help people get out of bed without pain because you're doing certain things to get them there? That mid, that link between, they go, okay, if I do this, it may hurt a little bit the first six weeks, but at that point, I'm going to feel like I can get out of bed with no pain. Now my whole day is better. I can sleep better. I can wake up better. I have more energy now. That old thing starts going away. Mm, absolutely. I'm so happy you said that. Like, it, the healthy word. And I, mean, I, have yeah. a rule, I have a rule with my, our team is like, yeah. you're not allowed to say. It doesn't know. exist. And, and I tell them, <laughs> old is not a feeling. You don't feel old. Like, you feel tired or you yes. feel a little weaker or you feel, yeah. you know, you don't, you don't feel old. I'm like, get that out of your head. Don't, it's also not an excuse. I can't do this because I'm old. No, no, no. I have seen this time and time again. Someone tells me, mm-hmm. I can't do this specific movement. I'm like, yeah, you can. They're like, and they do it. Uh, it's just what? that block. And I'm like, you know, so, so it's, a, it's just really important that you said that. And that's, and that's good. And then the thing is, too, like coming from me, they're like, oh, you're young. And I'm like, let's just look around you. Yeah. With all these people, they said the same way. And they, they used to say they couldn't do it. Now they're doing it. And I love I, that's you know I, like I said before I, lo- I love that like I live for that it's like it's a really it's a really joyful experience. You're seeing difference. You're seeing people actually improve their physical health. But what is their mindset shift to when they're healthier mm. after six weeks or longer? Oh, their their specific mindset yeah. shift. How is their emotional state? Always better. Okay. Always better. Okay. It's always better. You know, I had a lady yesterday come up to me, and she she doesn't speak that good of English. Yeah. Right? And I'm learning Spanish. Classes in Spanish coming soon. Um, <laughs> but she was like, you know, I feel really good mentally. Like, I'm more positive. Mm-hmm. You know? And she's like, you know, she's like, feel good. She was like, thank you. And I could, like, see the appreciation. And I was like, that's what it is. You know? Oh, what changed about their mentality? They're like, it's a new lease on life. Yes. It is. And I mean, that's, like, the, the pinnacle of it. But there's these little steps. It's like... Okay, now I can take on. I love you. So the big curve. I have a client. She has this huge curve for her house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the big curve. I can take it on. I can do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we're, we're younger, we those things are not not. We're doing something else. Why are we going over a curve? Mm-hmm. Going stairs, stairs. People go to, to a set of stairs and go, man, is that going to be? Is that too much today? Because a lot of this, if they don't want to start something, getting off of curb or going up a set of stairs and having to stop or ask for help. Yeah. So can we keep them mentally and physically stronger so when that pains away, when they're, when they're no longer weak, that brick on top of their shoulders goes away. Now they feel, I've also energy now. Mm, absolutely. I feel like, I, like you said, more positive. I don't feel like I'm as anxious anymore. That positive point. mental attitude is huge when you see that shift in somebody. True. It's almost like they get a more positive mental attitude mm-hmm. not because we're working on positivity but because no. we're removing negativity. Yes. And results speak for themselves. Yes. Right? Absence of pain will make someone feel positive no matter what. 100%. And, and there's an interesting caveat, too, yeah. and, and this is, is someone who's not working with a practitioner. Yeah. Like, you know, you're not working with me, you're not working with Tony, whatever. You want to work with someone because mm-hmm. it gives you that reassurance that if something goes wrong or you have a question, you can always come and ask them. Yes. And you're probably big on it. I'm always big on questions. Like, always come ask me questions. Like, always come and ask. So, it's like, they go out there and like, oh, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder what Evan would say. Like, how can I fix this? Or like, oh, my, this is one for you. Oh, my back hurts. It's okay. I'm going to go see Tony tomorrow. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you got someone. It doesn't have to be us, but like, you got to find someone that you work with. Like, someone on your health team. Exactly. You know? The health team. At that yeah. point, you have someone to go, okay, look, I have this thing going on. 
I've worked through this, what else can I do? And my always my first, if you want to call it a question, someone comes in the door, hey, how's your workout going? How's your routine going? How many days a week you're showing up? How's your walks been? Mm. I was trying to remember one thing that got them from before they came last time, last time they were in. At that point, how do we improve that? How do we get that better state by keeping a routine going? And then, if anything, improving that routine over time, adding to it. That's awesome. So that. once I get that, okay, the walks I'm doing well because my ankle hurts, my back hurts, my neck hurts. Okay, how do we get over that pain to get back to routine again? Mm. Or I had, I was sick. Okay, you're sick. You're better now. Let's get back to routine. Like if you do too, probably, it, it, I'm, I, I know, you don't let them have excuses. No excuses, right? You're, you're healthy enough to do this, but you have to do it. I can't do it for you. I'll call you to remind you if you want me to. Make sure you walk at 7 o'clock in the morning. Mm. But I can't if you want to, then I don't even have to. Okay. I want to make sure you're going to do it. Yeah. Sometimes that accountability gives them, when you're working with somebody, the accountability of, I want to make sure I'm doing what they're asking me to do because not only am I paying them, but I want to make sure they're happy with me getting the results. So realize, Evan, you're their mentor no matter what. So by them doing the workouts, you're doing it not only for them, but also for you too. Oh, right? Yeah, of course. You're going to ask them next time they come in, how do you feel with that? Mm. How'd that go? I couldn't make it. Oh, sorry about that. How about next time? Yeah. So when you hire someone, you're, you're, bringing, you're, you're paying to pay attention, right? Okay, if I'm going to hire someone, I want to make sure you get results. But you have to do the work. And because you're paying someone, you can do the work because you're motivated because you paid somebody. You're motivated also because you want to make sure you don't let them down. I think that's huge. It's huge. To get someone started, and then once you see the results, that may think, okay, this is worth it. But given that time frame, the release time frame of six weeks allows them to actually see that as a way to understand it's going to take time to get better. I'm not going to feel good. I'm going to feel uncomfortable all the time. Maybe tired, sore, grouchy, but that's the, that's the process to get to that point where I want it, where my results are going to kick in. Absolutely, huge. It's huge. And that's like personally, I've dedicated this whole entire year to just making the classes more widely available. Yes. Making it about health mm-hmm. and just make make it. I want to open the doors wide for everyone to come in. Good. You know? And I want to make. I just feel like there's just not enough exercise for older adults that's just there for them it's not and the ones that are they're more of an i want to say too easy for some people so they get here but they never progress yeah so they may be pain-free but they're not strong enough yet true because what why why do you I, i my my thing is the liability is sometimes the factor of do i push someone more mm-hmm with chance of injury, or do I just kind of stay at this lower level? Because of your knowledge, experience, and especially experience, you're able to push someone beyond what they're used to and know that they're not going to hurt themselves. Oh, absolutely. Safety's number one. Huge. Safety's number one. It takes one, time to understand, except for seniors, how to push them enough, and then at that point, give them a chance to get there, then move on further, versus pushing too much where you can cause an injury. True. And I don't even think that's pushing. I think give them the opportunity to work a little harder. There you go. It's there their you choice. Go. Yeah. You know, but the encouragement comes, the pushing comes yes. with their, oh, I can't, yes, you can. I know you can. Uh, I've seen you do, I've seen you do other things. And my thing is, I won't say that if yeah. you really can't. Like, I'm not going to be, you know, I have a guy double knee replacement. I'm not going to be like, yeah. okay, you can just bend your knee. Like, no, he literally no. can't. Yeah. But he's like, I can't pick this up. Oh, yes, you can. 
We'll find a different way. No, yeah, I, you can pick that way up. I've seen you do it. Or you can you can you can work your yeah. shoulders in the class. Like so, yeah. it's 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 that it's that level of encouragement and also the opportunity to do so. But having someone there to go, hey, look, I know you can. You've you've done things before. Let's modify for you. They go, all right, Evan, I'll give you a shot. Yeah, that's big. And that, and then as we expand too, like you know, having that that reach, that opportunity, mm -hmm. and then also having them making it easy for people to come. I think mm -hmm. it should always be brought to the home. Convenient. I'm very big on working out at the centers mm -hmm. or at the communities as mm -hmm. opposed to driving, because a lot of them can't drive. But also too is like consistent group classes where there's mm -hmm. groups and there's big groups and there's people that are encouraging everyone to working together. Good. And then you're either I'm on the screen or I'm there and it's like, we're all doing this together. It's like a team feel. That's my dream. It's true, and it's something to when you're in a group setting or a community like that, people are never going to put someone down. You're going to motivate someone else. Hey, like I was, I was where you were three months ago. If you could, if you need my help, I can help you get to where you need to be. Yeah. These are your your clients, your people in your class saying this to other clients, because they can see the result. They they know it's possible, and they know it's a mindset shift along with the physical change in the body. It just takes time. It's great. You know, just work. Awesome. Thank you. Evan, we covered a lot of stuff. I think you're helping other people understand that it takes time to get motivated. Even even these times right now, it's hard to get to places. You can still do it, making it accessible via your computer, via your TV, via your phone, whatever it might be. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Just get it easy. Anything for your, for your second show, the Crooked Spine show? We will, what, anything, anything else for your second show? Oh, well, it's always great, Tony, to have you come on the show. Mm -hmm. If you guys are interested, it's Senior Fit Online Good. Um, for your parents or your grandparents or for yourself if you're mm -hmm. if you're an older adult. Mm -hmm. um, everyone's welcome, and that's the best way to find us. I have a free workout library on there. It just takes an email. We have a zero spam policy, and I we made an easy way for you to scroll through. And He's a computer guy, too, so he knows his stuff. <laughs> yeah, you kind of have to be. Um, but th th it just makes it easier for them to find the workouts, and then be able to look for us coming to group homes soon. Good. Yeah, it's Good. a big one. And a lot of them, I put all the links in, in the show as usual for one, too. What is your takeaway to help seniors that want to get started? Kind of summarize what we talked about right today. I honestly, I learned from you, like, we got to work on the mindset, mm -hmm. right? We got to work on how can we help them think about exercise in a way that's not hard, not going to cause them pain, slightly enjoyable. Good. Right? Entertaining. I like to say slightly enjoyable, right? Entertaining. But also, and then, I think this might be the key, community. Yes. Huge. So Having someone to, to help someone else that isn't there yet to get there. So yeah, so how we're going to do that, we're going to tell people. Good. And Good. tell people to tell people. And we're starting, we're not even starting, we're, we're halfway through starting talking to more, more people. Yeah, exactly. As things open up, then it'll be easier, but until then, let's focus on what we can focus on. Absolutely. All right. Great. Thank you, sir. Thank Appreciate you, my friend. You're awesome. Quick picture for the camera. All right. Smile like you do. Good to go.